Yo, 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 what's going on everybody? Y'all already know we gotta start this thing off the same as every single last podcast. All right, so the reason why we do this podcast is to ask questions. We ask questions to ultimately find a solution. All right, so everybody on this podcast, there's not gonna be any hard feelings. Everybody comes from different backgrounds. Everybody's in different areas of their life right now. So y'all just keep that in mind, man. Again, no hard feelings. It's always, always gonna be nothing but love. And we're just basically here to voice our opinions and find a solution to whatever problem we are presented with. All right, without further ado, let's go ahead and get this thing started, big baby. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so uh, let's go ahead and kick this off. So this is the second interview that we're doing, and this is basically just a little behind the scenes, getting to know the cast of The Truth Podcast, all right? So we've already did me. I've been in the hot seat or whatever. Now we're going to do Desiree. Desiree, the way that we start this thing off is we allow people just to, you know, uh, briefly go over who they are before we actually get into the questions, you know what I'm saying? how you got to where you are today. So, you know, if people were just out there just listening, what would you want them to know about Desiree and how you arrived at the person that you are today? Well, it all started so, so long ago. Oh, I was born in a little shack. (laughs) Cut that out to my parents and um that's gonna take like five minutes five or ten minutes <laughs> well you said it look okay i'm a mother of two i am in school um working on my bachelor's degree in business administration um i am on the dean's list i'm on the auto roll um I just had brain surgery. Um, I was terrified, still going through the process of recovery. Um, I'm about two months post-op and six days, and I'm doing well. Um, I like to have fun. I like to help people as much as I can with pretty much anything. I put other people before myself um, a lot of the times, but I feel like I put a lot of good out into the universe and I do see a lot of good coming back to me. Well, I know you got like a lot of businesses and stuff going on. Tell us about that too. I'm a travel agent. There we go. There we go. That's what we want to talk. We want to hear that. So anything that you need, to book a flight, a hotel, if it's out of town, in town, um, up the street, just because you want to go, you can book through me. It's A-N-T-H-R-O-N-I-A for, I'm sorry, A-N-T-H-R-O-N-I-A-M-O-O-R-E-R dot IntelliTravel, so it's I-N-T-E-L-E-T-R-A-V-E-L dot com. Go quick little plug, man. If y'all need anything, man, she would definitely take care of all of your needs. Trust me, man. She look out. She look out. All right. Is there anything else that you want the people to know about you before we get started? No. If you want to know, just ask. Okay. All right. Cool. Okay. So let's go ahead and just dive straight into this, man. 
All right, Desiree, you are officially in the hot seat. All right, so let's just go ahead and answer these questions. Let's be direct so we can move on to the next one. All right, are you the best version of you? Nope. Why not? I'm still working on me. And now, if you want to take the work in progress in me, then yeah. So what are you currently working on to become the best version of you? Um, I'm working on my physical. I'm working on my mental. I'm working on my emotional. I'm so indecisive and, and I hate it sometimes. It's like I'm at war with myself, but. What are you doing? Hard. What are you doing physically to work on yourself? trying to get my body together I'm not going to have the lipo I'm trying to do it the hard way um I'm walking every day I'm drinking water I'm eating a salad <laughs> so I've tried to get myself together um physically because I won't I don't I'm not where I want to be and especially since after the um surgery prior to the surgery I wasn't able to do a lot of physical with myself so now that I'm just now being able to get back to being able to do the physical I'm trying to work on it so ideal like uh if we were to put a number on it uh what what weight would you like to be at um maybe 165 150 150 would be a little bit more like it yeah. you, you, you put words in my mouth now I'm just saying, I think if you're trying to- 150, to, I think I'd be too small. Mm -mm. 150 is actually perfect for your, your height. Mm. All right, so mentally, what are you doing? You know, this is actually like the biggest focus for me. You know what I'm saying? That, that mental, I think it honestly starts there. What are you doing mentally to help work, work on, you know, whatever it is to become the best version of you? <laughs> really i'm not gonna say nothing but it's like to be honest it's okay because i mean i'm doing stuff but it's like i don't it helps me like i have a lot of thoughts and i talk i only talk to like certain people you know like in my inner small circle that i can open up to i only have one person that i can like completely open up to and that person that understands me and we do a lot of talking and communicating and you know maybe two people I'm gonna say two but it's Who are those people to you? I'm not gonna say I mean we're doing an interview dog. I mean we ain't like we're gonna go and look them up I mean, a mom a dad a family a member and a friend okay yeah. Are any one of these people uh, professional therapists? No. So what what do they do um, to help benefit this thing? They be honest. Mm -hmm. They don't look at things from one side. I mean, I feel like I'm really good myself at looking at things from all angles. Because you, if I go to a therapist, they're going to break it down to me at all angles. So mentally, I do that. I look at it for my faults. You know, some people don't look at the things that they do as a fault or a negative or a positive. I look at it from every aspect, like everybody's perspective. 
you know, in that situation or even sometimes out of that situation from somebody outside looking in, you yeah. know, those kind of things that I. You know, when it comes to a mother daughter relationship, a father son relationship or whatever, like a family member uh, relationship, you don't think that those people are still going to be, they're not going to be as harsh because, you know, they're a family member, they're close to you. So you may think that they're being honest, but I would say, honestly, go go to a professional, man, somebody that doesn't really have any ties to you, somebody that, that's actually been doing it professionally, and they've actually helped people, you know, overcome different situations. I'm not saying that your, your family members can't do that, but I'm just saying maybe, you know, it might be in your best interest to actually to try to go that route. I get that. I just so can't afford that route. Have you looked it up at all? No, I haven't. All right. So that would be the next thing that I would ask you to do, to, to look it up and see how much it actually costs. So emotionally, so let's go ahead and get to that aspect. What are you doing emotionally to become the best version of you? Um, more critical thinking instead of... Um, emotionally like making decisions off of emotions um look at it looking at situations differently and not from just my point of view because of or make or making decisions later after the fact of a situation of being being emotionally tied to it let me clear my mind first before jumping on it so I mean like I emotionally I'm trying to just kind of push myself away from it because it's hard to make a decision off of you being emotionally attached or tied all right do you, do you feel like you've made any progress behind us yes <laughs> I've made a lot of progress based on your, your the last conversations you've been having having with certain certain individuals you would say that uh from maybe what two or three months ago you made some type of progress or even a year ago you would say you've made some type of progress a year ago I've made a whole bunch of progress two years ago I've made so much progress like but even like even from the last conversation that I had with someone it was so matured mm -hmm. and we could actually sit there and talk you know versus during, during these conversations, did they do anything to trigger anything? Mm -mm. So no triggers. I mean, like, because even, I guess the triggering isn't there anymore. I don't know. Or it's like it's the- Certain the, things people can say or do that would trigger and cause you to get uh, emotional or get into your- Okay, mind. so let me, let me say something. Yeah, it was an emotional time, maybe about- 72 hours ago but then within the last 24 to 48 hours after that and I'm not gonna say it triggered an issue mm -hmm. but it was still handled more professional I guess at the at the point in time of of the action or whatever took place the, yep mm-hmm I mean, it was just there. Okay, well, then we'll we'll talk later. Da da. And then it ended. 
I didn't speak for the next 48 to 72, I mean, 24 to 48 hours after that conversation. But then within the next conversation, it was great. You know, everything went well. All right, would you say that you're in the best uh, situation at the moment? No. What are some decisions that you have made that have landed you in the situation that you're in now then? Um, in my, my um, situation, it's, it's just life for me. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of things that I have going on right now is because of my life altering um, diagnosis with my surgery. So it's like, I'm just kind of still under doctor's care, listening to what the doctors say. I'm starting to pick back up the pieces that I lost then, but it's getting better slowly. Um, but I just have a lot of stuff that I want to do that I have, that I feel like I have to do to get myself back where I want to be. So within maybe the next six months to a year, you know, I'll be back where I want to be. And that's just overall. Okay, I'm not going to try to speak into that uh, too much right now. We're going to go ahead and skip on to the next part. So how many children do you currently have? I, I'm just kidding. I only have two. Uh, and have you ever been married? No. Ever been engaged? No. Have you ever been proposed to? No. All right. Do you want to be married? Yes. What kind of woman, I mean, what kind of man do you want? I want somebody honest i want somebody caring i want somebody loving i want somebody romantic um i want somebody strong-minded but willing to listen um i want a provider um i want him to be business-minded i want him to be able to take charge um, in different situations, different decisions. I mean, I want him to be able to, because if it, he may not be my child's dad, you know, so I want him to be able to be accepting um, to my children and everything else that I have, my family, my friends, you know, I don't want nobody jealous. Um, I don't want nobody hateful, but in those situations, I want that. I do want somebody who is um, successful in life. All right, so let's go ahead and get into it. Um, so do you want him to have children or do you care? He can have children. I mean, would be the limit? Four. Four, okay, all right. Do you care if your your husband is black or white? No. All right, and do you want to, do you want him to pay uh, at least 51% of the uh, of the bills that come, at least? At least 50. At least 51, more? 
I mean, no, I think we should do half and half. I mean, if he wants to do more, okay, but. You want more children? I do. Want one. <laughs> more children. Okay, so um, do you want to work after, you know, that child is born? Yeah. No, I mean, like, as soon as you're, as soon as you're able, as soon, what is it, well, like six weeks? As soon as six weeks is over, you want to go, go ahead and go back to work? Yeah. I mean, okay. I've always, I, that's a kind of hard of a decision. I mean, hard thing, because like after my last child, I didn't get a break. Like as soon as after I had her and got home, I didn't have no help. So. Okay. All right. So just real, real quick. So uh, a man, because he's going to at least have to, you know, handle at least while you're, you know, pregnant, you know, if you're off your feet or whatever, He's gonna have to be able to to control or handle that thing for a few months. But anyway, so how much does a man need to make in order to provide and sustain a family of what four? Yeah, four. How much you need to make yearly? Yes. To be comfortable. Yes. And if he's the only one working. Mm -hmm be able to provide for his family while you're off your feet, while you're taking care of the kids? The minimum would be, there's a bracket there. So he's gonna to have to at least be able to make 60 to 80,000. This is the minimum a not year. Even, not even close, way more, way I mean, more. It I mean, like, but it depends on how we live in too. When you start thinking about pampers, you start thinking about childcare, the whole nine. That's a lot. That's a lot of money. That's a you lot said of minimum. I told you minimum. Yeah, and where where are you going to be staying? That hey, that that's that's the thing. We didn't go into all that. Where, yeah. where do you want to stay? Okay, well if we go that way, if we go on that route, then we're gonna have to uh, we're gonna have to look at things. Yeah, whatever. What, I mean, even even in one of the poor cities, that's it's still gonna be a lot more than that. But go ahead. Where, where do you want to stay? I mean, I could stay in Charlotte, but I would like to have a nice. It's gonna be high. In a nice area. Extremely I high. Area in Charlotte. And you got to think about it. So a man of four. When you start thinking about a family, we're not talking about an apartment now. Now we're talking about a house. Because a man does not want his family to stay in an apartment. It's going to be a house where you're going to have mortgage. You're going to have bills, light bill, gas bill, the whole nine. So it's definitely not going to be nowhere near $80,000. It's going to be over $200,000 per year for a family of four. Absolutely. So how many men make that kind of money? Not many. I just just give an estimate if you were to a percentage. Yeah. 20, 30 percent. Not even close. Uh, that's less. Only ten percent of men make over a hundred thousand mm. dollars, and it's eight percent of it's black men, and that's not accounting for the men that are already married, the men that are gay, you know, sexual preference, whatever, whatever the case may be. That's 8% of all men, all black men, 10% of all men. Just learn something. All right. So 
the next question that I would ask you is, do you know what those men, those type of men want? I'm sure they probably, I, I mean, I don't know what they want, but I, I can't answer that question because I don't know what they want. We'll, we'll get into Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. But they want a woman that's fit, feminine, and friendly. Those are some of the things that they want. All right. All right, so let's go ahead. Let's move on to the next question. Would you consider yourself a high value woman? And before you answer that question, being a high value woman has absolutely nothing to do with your money or your education because men, we don't give two shits about either of those things. How much money you make, where you live, uh, the, you know, if you got a PhD and all that other stuff, men don't care. If you are doing what you need to do to take care of yourself, for the most part, a guy's going to be cool with that. So would you consider yourself a high value woman? I would. And why would that, why would you say that? I feel like I handle my business. I take care of me. I take care of my children. Um, I think highly of myself. So I would consider myself to be high value. So a high, the way that we would determine a high value woman, we would look at uh, how would you benefit your man? If you were to get into a relationship, how would you be beneficial to your, to your mate? I'm very supportive. I'll be, I'm completely supportive of whatever he's doing. I mean, work, home, outside of home, outside of work. Um, I care. I'm going to be there whenever he needs me, regardless of what it's going to take to do. Um, I'm going to make sure he eats every day. I'm going to make sure that he has everything that he needs. He's not going to have to go elsewhere to look for any of his Would you say that you're submissive? Slightly. It's a yes or no question, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you say that you're submissive? Yes. All right. So based on the relationships that you have had with mm-hmm. men, would you say that they would say that you're submissive? Yeah. Have you asked any of these guys? No, but I'm going to ask because I want to know the answer myself. Based on, okay, so what was your, your longest lasting relationship as an adult? Not off and on. I mean, like, you know, solid relationship. Was it anywhere near five years? No, I don't even think... No. Mm-mm. So I can't even consider these relationships. I mean, like a year. A year. A year was your longest lasting relationship. Mm-hmm. And we're not gonna. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, because you said not off and on, and it's always off and on. So it's like I can't really count that time. So Our relationships are not off and on. A relationship. A relationship, you're always together. Now you exactly. might, you might so have. I don't, think, I don't even think I even had a relationship. 
you've never had someone say they basically been committed to you like i mean yeah but it it, it it was maybe a year a year That's how long ago, and how how long ago was that almost what five years five years ago so uh i mean i gotta ask was that the father of one of your children mm -hmm. okay so why didn't you guys like why, why did y'all break up did you leave he left he left why um we were just seeing things too. Well, he just left hell. I mean, I really don't know how to say he just left. He said that I wasn't in the place where he wanted me to be. And then when he wanted to take over the situation and just me go with him and he take care of everything, I I asked him, was he sure? And I guess that that was a situation where he was like, if I'm telling you to do, then you just do. Um, and I didn't, I wanted him to know what he was getting into so, before he got into it. Let me ask you a question. Has he, has he ever asked you to do something and he didn't basically pull his weight? I mean, we were new at that point. But, but yes, yes or no? Has yeah. he ever? Have you? Has he ever? He, no. He's never. He's, it's never happened. So why would you? Why would you question him? Because at that point, I just wanted. Okay, you're taking on me and my responsibilities. I'm pretty sure but, he understood that, though. And I, yeah, but I wanted to make sure that he clearly understood it because once I would, once I picked up and left and went to him, it's as just a, us. As a man. Just and I understand, I understand that now, but then I wasn't sure that so he, so but now be, I get it. Would it be safe to say that you messed up that situation? Yeah. Big, I understand. You just, uh, you just admit, okay, I, I respect that. So do you think there's any chance that you guys could get back together? Not without counseling. So have you talked to him about that and tried to get counseling? I've talked to him and we about and that. I did advise. About yeah, yeah, about the counseling thing. How, but how, I mean, like, and it's not even, and it's just me talking as a friend on a friend level, saying that you resent me for this. I triggered something in you to make you feel this way. As a you man. Now listen, as as a man, if because we don't already map this thing out in our head, I know for a fact. If I go to this woman, I don't already dotted my eyes and crossed my teeth. I didn't did this, that, and the third. I got enough money saved up, and this is the way that we need to move. So you were were you staying with him at the time, or we didn't get there? Oh, okay. All right. So, but anyway, at the time, he done figured all of this out. And he was inviting you, yo, come with me. Because he, he's already met your, your other child, right? Mm -hmm. At this time and accepted her and all of that. So wouldn't it be safe to say that he already knew 
what he was getting into. So the fact that you question him as a man, you don't think that that would trigger anything in any type of guy? I'm just asking. Yeah, that is true. All right. So why didn't you two get married? Because he seems like he seems like a pretty good guy. That's the reason. <laughs> I mean, like he's he's he still resent me to this day for that situation. Cause it's always every anytime we've ever got into something, it will always boil back to that first situation. You, how, like how hard did you fight for this thing once it happened? After it happened? Yeah. I mean, immediately, I've always thought. E- immediately after. How I'm I'm asking how oh, hard. Yeah. Did you yeah. He, yeah. Hard. But he it was just he I guess he was at the point where he was fed up because he didn't. He didn't. This was this couldn't have been just one because ain't no way in the world. So before this, did you? Did it you was question? other stuff that piled on. Oh, okay. And, right. I mean, like, right. but it wasn't. Now, now, let me let me say, it was never anything like. I'm not saying major. Yeah, I'm just yeah, saying. It, that it I mean, was. well, no, I guess he was saying that, like, for one, he was ex- he was accepting every all of my baggage. Mm-hmm. He even said okay to this 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 and this then when he looked at it then now i'm telling him no like i accepted you for this i accepted this this i'm willing to take on all of this and now you're telling me no so i guess it was all of that and then he was just like you know what i ain't gotta do this Mm. think about something good man you know when it's around you got to you got to hold on to that thing for real but um, so let's get into the next question. We don't want to stay, uh, spend too much time on that. Would you consider yourself masculine? Mm-hmm. And why would you say that? Because I feel like I can, I handle everything by myself. I do a lot. I feel like I, I'm a stand-up guy. All right, so if you were to get into a relationship, why do you feel the need to bring that masculinity into your relationships? Because of my previous um, relationships, my guard. This is why we need counseling, though. That's why I would say you need to seek somebody like a professional because they will help you with that. So when you go into your next relationship, it'll be like a clean slate versus actually, you know, thinking the way that we think. I'm, I'm not against that at all. But I'm just I'm just making a point for all the listeners out there, you know. So this is why we all need counseling, not just you, me, everybody that's probably listening that hasn't had counseling or it's been a while. This is why we need counseling, so we won't have this mindset going into you know new relationships. All right. So would you consider? Uh, would you say that the guys that you have been with have been alpha males or high value males? Some, a few. When you say what, some would be what mass? I mean, high high value or alpha males? High value. Okay, so let's go ahead and put um, it alpha. Let's put into context what a high value man is. A high value man, if we were to give it a number, they would be earning at least $10,000 per month, at least $120,000 per year, and they would be making that money for at least three to five years consecutively. 
All right, if we just to put a number on that thing, the next thing they would have a group or you know, um, some, some sort of group of men that are high value as well, which all fall in the category of, of at least that number. And they will be accepted by those guys as either already being a high value man or have potential to be a high value man. All right. And then what is the, uh, the next thing for that? He would have to be able to, to bring something to the table as a high value man have something to give to the group, something something like be able to offer something to the group that he's in. So again, I ask you, have you ever been with a high value man? No. All right, so you said you have been with alpha males. Mm -hmm. And why would you consider those guys alpha males? Define alpha male. Alpha male, just uh, we'll, we'll give it just two things so we can hurry skip over this. Um, you know, a protector, uh, let me see, a leader, you know, does a great job when it comes to leading and all that other stuff. Oh, well, yeah. They've done all that. You taking said care, taking care of business, um, making sure I'm good, they're good, um, just doing what. A stand-up guy would do. And protected, like you, mm -hmm. you felt yeah, protected with them. Okay, all right. Mm -hmm. So it's been more than one guy. Yeah. So why did you leave those other relationships if you were with an alpha male? Hold up, we talking about relationships? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every everything is based on relationships. Well, no, I ain't got, I ain't had nothing but one. Okay, so yeah, yeah. So we're we're, we're definitely not talking about sex and all that other stuff because at the end of the day you that said been happen. with yeah as in relationship anytime i talk i'm gonna go ahead and say it's either based on relationships or marriage that's what that's what we want to hear about we don't want to hear about you know because we all we all have sex we all i mean you can have a one night stand you know what i'm saying but we're not we're not counting those people we're just counting the people that you have actually spent time with actually been in a relationship with or actually been in a marriage with All right, so let's move on to the to the next one. Uh, based on Pat, no, no, I think that's gonna actually be for this uh, the the video or the podcast for tonight. Um, let's see. I think we already asked this. What? Oh yeah, what are you currently doing to get the man that you want? Nothing. Um, I don't really not doing anything just doing my normal daily tasks and if he comes then he comes so you're not actively looking for the man I'm not actively looking or doing I'm anything not, i mean i'm not looking okay so you're not doing anything to to get the man that you want how old are you 30 and what age would you like to be married by 35. Why so late? I mean, I would be, if I had a potential husband today, we would be married, you know, but I'm not, I'm not out looking for someone. Um, now, do I make sure that I can keep myself together just to, just in case someone walks by or I meet someone or anything? Quick then, question. 
Do you think it's easier or harder for a woman to get married the older she is? Do you think her value goes up or goes down? Or you think men, the way that they look at a woman's value goes up or goes down the older she gets? I don't think either. Why is that? Because if it's a... Men are going to go for what they want. And I hear what you're saying, but I say, do you think a woman's value is going to increase or de decrease the older she gets? Uh, mm, mm. Maybe she, it's probably going to decrease because, I mean, it depends on what the man wants, though. I'm but sagging, the skin ain't as tight yeah, as it used to be. Yeah. She had kids, you know. It is what it is. So why not try to get married and actually put forth that effort now instead of waiting until you're 35? I mean, I would just, I'm just giving out a number because if I was to meet the man, man I wanted today, so how are you get married tomorrow. How are you going to meet that man if you're not actively looking or doing something to, to find this guy? Put yourself in certain environments that these type of men are at to try to, you know, find the man. The man of your dreams may be sitting at a doggone coffee shop right now, just sitting there reading his book. You come along, you know, put yourself in the environment. He sees you. Y'all get together before th the age of 35. You meet the man of your dreams and you are now, you get, you've gotten everything that you wanted in life. But instead of waiting, you went ahead and put yourself out there to find this man. This is, this is how we got to start thinking about things instead of waiting. That's true. I mean, I do. Okay, if, in the sense of that, I will get up and I'll go out somewhere just to, I mean, like it's, a, it's always a thought that, hey, I may meet somebody, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I do go out to different places, um, to different and settings, I, I, and I, I'm I, open. I feel you. I, I, I want to pause this real quick and just say this, guys, uh, for the women that are listening, the men are listening. The chances of you meeting your husband or your wife in the club is going to be slim to none. If you want to meet a wife or a husband, you need to go in those type of environments. All right. The club going out to these bars and stuff is not the way to go. All right. Because most people, I'm not going to say everybody, but most people that go to these type of places, they're looking to hook up, all right? They're looking to sleep around with somebody. Most of those people are not looking for a husband or a wife, all right? So what did you, where do you think these type of men would be hanging out? Like if you were to go somewhere like right now, what do you think these type of, what well, the type of guy that you want would be hanging out at? Where, where, where would he be? right now this time of the day mm -hmm. anyway i mean like it can be any time of the day but where, where do you think he would be at mm. he'll probably be at a high value bar with food um or he may be at like a a nice restaurant Okay, there we go. There we go. 
um, a five star. It makes sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, or a suit and tie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just see him and I visualize him in my head. That's what's up. Like, That's beautiful. Manifest that thing. <laughs> All right. So um, let's, let's go. Oh, go, go ahead. Go Anywhere else you would be? A coffee shop. Okay. A nice coffee shop, like a high value coffee shop. Not just, I mean, I love Starbucks, but you know, he might not be at Starbucks. I don't think he's gonna be at Starbucks. Okay. Well, I would say the, the places that you name, let's try to let's try to get you in those settings, man. Get you in a nice dress, some nice heels, you know, make sure your hair is done up or whatnot, what have you. And you are tonight. looking, looking available. Yeah. Let's go ahead and see if we can uh, we can get you with one of these high value men out here. <laughs> All right. So based on your relationships, they would say what? They would say you are this type of person. If you were to sum it up in something, you know, really, really quick. I'm a great person. I'm loving. I'm caring. I am. And this is them talking, not you, right? <clears throat> I know. And this is what they'll say um that I care sometimes I may care too much um the person that I have become today is amazing based on the person that I was years ago so they they got the person that you was years ago that's what we talk we talking about that person but if you're asking today they're going to give you me all of your exes know who you are today like they've actually sat down and actually they know the person that you are today they're going to speak based on the relationship that you guys were in based on your last relationship <clears throat> they say you are or are you were in those relationships only one person who don't know me today yeah, so that's so, definitely where I don't, And I honestly don't know what they would say. Yeah, it would be good to sit down and ask them, like ask those people <laughs> that you've been in relationships with. Because I'm pretty sure you still <laughs> you still are cordial, at least with, with most of the people you've dated, right? Yeah, but except, except for one person. It's only one person that I don't know what they would say. Mm -hmm. I would definitely <clears> sit throat> down throat> and talk to them and ask them, you know, what did they, what did they think, you know, what type of person you were? Because I feel like those people are going to be completely honest with us because they don't have any ties to us. Instead of asking people that are in your current circle, because most of the time people are going to sugarcoat, even, even though they'll say they're going to be raw and honest with you. All right, so let's go ahead and get into it, man. So Devontae asked me this, so you know what I'm saying? This is what everybody been waiting on. Okay, on a scale from one to 10, I want you to give your honest ranking, just using your faith, fresh out the shower, no makeup, uh, no weave, none of that. Just fresh out the shower, fresh face on a scale from one to 10 and you cannot use seven. Eight. <laughs> All right. Okay, so why would you consider yourself an eight? Okay, let me, let me, let me go back and think about this thing because I was really just being sarcastic. So whenever I'm freshly out the shower, Mm-hmm and just wrapped in a towel with my hair just wherever and 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your hair just been washed. Uh, you know what I'm saying? We're just looking at the face. We're not looking at anything else. Just oh, just, oh, just my face? Mm-hmm. I'm going to give myself a 10. I still think highly of myself. All right. So when we think about 10, we think about 10 being the most beautiful people in the world. Mm -hmm. so, Me. All right. So if somebody was aligned, so when I think about, let's think about eights, nines, and tens. Let's think about celebrities, all right? So this this will be easily easy to relate to everybody that's listening to this. Who would you consider on a scale from one to ten? Who would you consider would be a ten as a celebrity? Or why she thinks about um, that? Um, okay, well go ahead. While she thinks about that, let's let's go ahead and tell her what, what most men might think. Most men would say Beyonce is not a 10. Most men would say Beyonce is maybe like fresh out the shower, no makeup. We'll give her probably like, like an eight, right? And I always felt like Kelly looked better than Beyonce. So she would be somewhere around the nine-ish. Her, uh, Megan Good, Megan Good is probably between a nine and a 10. Um, uh, let me see, Pam Greer. Pam Greer might be the closest thing to to attend that I would say and this was before you know all of those uh celebrities start getting like uh you know facial enhancements you know the nose and and all the other stuff this was back this was back in the day so uh have you have you came up with um celebrity you would think would be be a 10 Gabrielle Union Gabrielle Union would be a 10 on your scale so mm -hmm. if you were to put your picture up and put Gabrielle's picture up and they got a group of a of a hundred men in there. Those guys would say that these women are equal on a face scale. I don't know what they would say. What, what do you think they would say? Do you think that they would agree that both of these women are pretty much equal when mm -hmm. they come to face? Yep. So you would say, so who would be like an eight or a nine? I don't know. Mm. Any celebrity. You can pick any celebrity. I know, but I don't really fresh without without makeup. Would you consider would you cause you, you shook your head um no when you said well when you shook your head yes when you said Beyonce would be an eight, right? So I guess she I get her. Yeah, she would be eight. Right. So you would say if somebody was to put your face up against Beyonce's face. They would choose your face over Beyonce's face. They're going to choose her because she's. It, take take away the money. Take away the money. We're just talking about fresh face out of the shower. She's a regular person. Shouldn't be hard. Come on now. I mean, yeah, I feel like I I feel like I win or whatever the situation is. I'm not going to say that I'm I'm not going to give myself lower than a ten because I think highly of myself and I don't care who the person is, what that person have, I still feel like I'm a team. I feel what you're saying. We're just, we're just asking for, you know, everybody to be realistic about, and I'm not saying you should not think highly of yourself at all. When we do these skills and all the other stuff, we just want people to be realistic. So I actually gave myself a six because that's average. A six is average. There's nothing wrong with average, guys. Let's go ahead and straighten it up right now. All right, there is absolutely nothing wrong with six because what we call it is adjustable six. You can fix yourself up to be an eight. Again, there is nothing wrong with average. But when I started thinking about myself, I was like, okay, when I think about 
uh, Igris, Al Albus, or whatever, uh, whatever that guy's name is. What's the other guy's name um, that played on the best man that, that ladies absolutely love? Um, Morris Chestnut. Morris Chestnut, yeah. Morris Chestnut. I was, if I'm being completely honest, I feel like Morris Chestnut would be somewhere around the 9, 10 range. And if I'm being completely honest, come on, man, somebody put my picture up against his picture. 10 times out of 10, they're going to choose his picture. But I'm being realistic because I know people are going to choose him 10 times out of 10 times. Because no homo, the guy, he's a good looking guy. All right. But one thing about me, I always try to be realistic. Not saying that I'm putting myself down because everybody already know I think highly of myself. And that's not, I'm not trying to brag anything. But we just ask you to be more realistic about what you are rating yourself. So what's up? Are, are we going to stick with that or are we going to be, are we, we going to give ourselves a different number? I give myself a, oh, you said I can't pick seven. No sevens, no. no Why? Seven. Because everybody, that's a safe number for everybody. Everybody's going to always choose a seven. Well, I'm going to go with eight. She's going to go with eight. Okay, so on a scale from one to 10, what would you give your face, your body? And again, this is natural state. If somebody were to, when they think about those modeling, uh, modeling casts, when they bring you in as a model, you're going to go in there with your bra, panties, and they're going to basically tell you how it is. You need to work on this part, this part, this part. So if you were to walk into one of those, what would you give yourself on a scale from one to 10? Fresh face out the shower, you know, hair down, bra, just a bra and panties on. Somebody was the... What would you what would you think a person would give you? A six. Okay. What would you give yourself? A seven. And you can't use seven. I'll give myself a six. Okay. How tall are you? Four eleven. And how much do you weigh? What happens when you ain't supposed to ask a woman these questions? Yeah, we're in an interview, man. We don't care about that. If people want to know, how much do you weigh? 186. All right. And all right, so we're getting back into the, the rating real quick, guys. Um, when it comes to money, on a scale from 1 to 10, what do you think you are money-wise? Six. Okay. All right. And if you were to rate your sex on a scale from one to 10, what would it be? Six. Okay. All right. Not bad. Not bad. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's average. <laughs> I can't I say seven. I gave myself like a two, I believe. I want to say, I think I gave myself like a two on a sex, sex scale. Um, where do you see yourself within the next year? Really important question. As far as? Everything. Where do you want to be in a year? Where do you see yourself? This has to do with everything. Overall. These are the things that we honestly need to think about each and every day. I mean, I, I guess I'm, are you asking in the form of a- Everything. Of a level like, or be, are you asking I what be. I want to be doing? Okay, so let me, let me go ahead and clear it up. What do I see? Somebody asked me, what do I see myself uh, by, by next year? 
I want to be making at least $130,000. I want to be doing uh, YouTube full time. I want to be married. I want to have eight children. I want to be living in Texas in a house that's eight bedrooms, six bathrooms. I want to stay, you know, this place. And I want to make sure I'm able to, to take out money and, and be able to go on vacation. Just the whole spiel. What do you see yourself within a year's time? Um, within the next year, I want to be um, completely financially stable. I want to be in a healthy relationship with a man. Wait a minute. When you say financially stable, put a number on it. How much money do you want to be making? Or if you're with a husband, how much money does he need to be making? How much money do y'all need to be making together? We got to put, we got to put like some hard concrete evidence or, or whatever facts behind everything that we're saying. We both need to be making at least 80,000 within the next year. Okay. Um, we need to be on the same page. We need to be in a non-toxic relationship, raising these kids, um, focusing on in a year, and you got no boyfriend. It don't even it don't take six months for a man to know if you want to marry a woman or not. Man. Okay, cool. I ain't gonna be. I'm not. I don't feel like I'm gonna be married in a year. But the next year, I do feel like I want to be in a relationship, a healthy relationship, building towards building a marriage, um, stable stability. Um, regardless of where we are, I want to be able to stay. do more. Where do you want to stay? We want to know where do you want to stay within the next year. I mean, I I don't have a set destination. I could stay in Charlotte for a long Figure that out. Yeah, we want solid answers behind these questions. No, so you want to be in Charlotte? Yeah, Charlotte's fine. Um, purchasing my house or our house—it just depends on how things go. Um, well, we say at least engaged. Then, if y'all talking about getting a house and getting and doing all this building, at least an engaged engagement or something that's plan b for me okay i have a plan b my plan a is if i'm going to be with him but if i if that all else fails then my plan b is for me to be purchasing my house with my children um i want to be able to have an open availability so making money but want to be in control of your time um, right that is like my main goal because I want to be able to have an open availability for my kids and putting them in activities and be able to participate in those school and outside of school activities. I'm, the reason why I keep saying this because it's cool for you to be on your own and doing this, but it becomes a lot easier when you have someone that's with you instead it of you is. having to instead of you having to front all the money for, you know, Everything. all of your expenses, the mortgage, you know, uh, or the rent, you know, if you're in that type of situation, if you got a new car and all the other stuff, think about how easy life would be if you have somebody to share that with, to share that load with, or even, even a man that can take all of that stuff off of you, where you don't have to worry about nothing. And I'm talking about, I know you said plan A and plan B, Let's put all, I mean, like if we're doing the things that we need to do, I'm all, I'm always like this. 
if we are the person that we're supposed to be, there is no way in heck that God is going to fail us. You put all your doggone eggs in that doggone basket and he's going to, he's going to take care. He's going to provide because let's just say you do do that. Let's think about all the positive. You do do that. You put all your eggs in one basket and you spend the rest of your life with this man. You gave this man everything that a wife could ask for. Y'all are happily married in a huge house and he's paying, if not all the bills, he's paying most of the bills allow you to be comfortable and become the person that you've always wanted to be. Now you have time to work out. You got time to spend time with your kids. You got time to spend with him. Y'all going on vacation and all the other stuff because you became the person that God has always wanted you to be. Let's think about it like that. Instead of always thinking about, you know, what the, what if. Let's think about it like that. I respect your, I respect the uh, the plan B aspect and all that other stuff, but I honestly feel like, and I see it so much now, it's so crazy, man. Coming from the life that I used to be, and I don't want to make this thing about me, but coming to, coming from the life that I used to be in and the environment that I was in, you know, seeing so many single single parents, single mothers out here unmarried, and I done got introduced to the whole, and I'm like, yo, I never thought this world ever existed. You got people that are out here happily married 20 plus years, and they both are doing exactly what they've always wanted to do in life. There are people out here like that, man. Don't believe the media. And sometimes we have to get out of the environment that we are currently in and actually be able to experience like different people, man. That's why I walk up to somebody in a second. I see that you, you know, you walking up and down the aisle, talking to your wife or whatever. I'm going to approach you. Like, I want to know, like, what did y'all do to make it work? I want to talk to those people more and get those conversations and stuff started. So my mindset can be shifted from what it was to what it what it can be. But yeah, I just, we, we, we got we to gotta get out of pretty much what most of us grew up in. Those quote unquote with people, and I don't like using this word, those toxic environments or those bad environments. It helps you shift your mind and focus on, I'm hey yo, I'm telling you, on this, it's so much nicer on this side of the fence man for real but yeah so go ahead and, and continue what else, what else do you um do you where do you see yourself uh within a year i'm sorry I'm, my bad y'all um i think that was pretty much it okay sure you want you want, you want a car you want two cars what you want you want what you want to be driving we want to know the whole spiel I'm gonna keep driving what I'm currently driving. I'm I'm content with that. But you just recently got a car, so you good. Yeah, you good. <laughs> I'm content right now. <laughs> oh man. But it's been an absolute pleasure, man. Thank you so much for doing this interview. Desiree actually invited us into her home. Desiree is actually in the other room right now, guys. I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for us doing this interview here. We got a podcast later on tonight. And this has been the interview with the one and only Desiree Moore, man. Thank you so much. I appreciate you for coming out, man. We done flew, we done flew her out from Paris. No, <laughs> Did you got anything? I came from Dubai, you? honey, to do this interview. <laughs> and she done flipped the hell with. <laughs> Period. You gotta do what, they little... <laughs> what they be saying? What they be saying? They did a little hand gesture too. <laughs> <laughs> 
get on my nerves with that, though. For real. Uh, I can see my, I can see one of my twin sisters. She do it. Well, both of them do it all the time. They be like, well, okay, all right. It's okay. No, it's real out here, though. <laughs> you got anything else that you want to add, you want the people to, to know about? You can go ahead and plug yourself in again if you want to, man, so people know where to find you. Maybe you got a website, YouTube channel, or Instagram that you want to invite them to. To go ahead and promote yourself that's what we are all about man always you got to always promote yourself man please go to my group on facebook it is book a trip and just go hey. by desiree moore you can also go to my website use it just like you use booking.com and it'll be my first name last name which is a-n-t-h-r-o-n-i-a M-O-O-R-E-R dot IntelliTravel, I-N-T-E-L-E-T-R-A-V. Now I forgot it. Travel, T-R-A-V-E-L dot com. Look. <laughs> <laughs> we still, hey, they got their pen and paper. Hey, they can always rewind it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I forgot how to spell it. Travel, I'm spelling it. I'm like, hold on, wait, wait. <laughs> what's the red, what's the other two letters? <laughs> as long as you got your dog on plug in again thank you so much desiree for taking the time out of your busy day man to do this interview we really appreciate it and we really want you to go far in life man we have these uncomfortable conversations because i honestly want to see everybody around me become the best version of themselves all right and i do feel like that you are a great person man and you honestly deserve the best all right greatly appreciate you i'm glad you feel that way about me you know i'm i'm so proud of the man that you've become thank you i appreciate it man. because you. i know you from way back in the day and on that note we're gonna go ahead and end this podcast thank y'all so much man <laughs> go ahead and end that